Man, probably a fun fact on me is that I like to read. Like I, I, I like to read. That's 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 a lost art nowadays. <laughs> oh, my great uncle is uh, Jesse Owens. He won four gold medals in 1936. Yeah. I always want to leave people with this, man. To all the viewers and everybody out there, man, make sure you guys finish the story. Make sure you guys finish your journey because somebody's gonna need it. Yeah. All you gotta do is push the bad button. That's all you gotta do. Push the back <laughs> Try not to think about the future too much, so you can maximize the now. Who's your favorite rap artist? Man, to be honest, it's crazy. Tupac always been my number one, right? Like he got, he got he got me through so much stuff, but Lil Wayne has been in the modern day. I said, what does it really take? What does it really take to be great, Drew? And he looked at me and he was like, you really want to know? And he was like, to be honest, everything you did to get here, you need to be consistent times 10. How's everybody doing out there tonight? Welcome to the Sports Chatter Show. It's your boy, Coach Lee. It's Tuesday night. We're back at it like we're mad at it. No, you know, it's time to run one with you guys. With that being said, he ain't been on here in a while, but we're glad to have him back. Get a big round of applause for my main man, Uncle Leroy Jr. Oh, man, come on, man. Hey, 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 but I see I was missed, so you should do it on the Leroy. Don't say the Leroy without the Junior, and I'm back on this Tuesday with my guy, Coach Lee, on the Sports Chatter Show, where we talk about the hottest. And the most popular topics in our group sports talk with friends, man, it's good to be back. Um, had a great weekend, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to uh, STWF Gaming. We had the uh, fantasy. I, I look, I'm ready for fantasy football season, but we had the Madden 21 franchise Super Bowl. So shout out to Xbox, uh, to XX Gaming, like three, Gaming 360. He won. He's the actual, the new face of our franchise. Shout out to you, Damon. You know, you had a good run and everybody that's in that played in our um mad league, man. But uh that's enough of that. Look, I'm uh, wound up, you know, so hey, how we gonna get this show started today? <laughs> man, yeah, we gonna jump right in it. You talking about wound up? <laughs> <laughs> we got a topic. Bear with us. Man, most, but they go together, but it just know how hot and popping off is being off in a group today. Hey, this this is always a hot topic, man. I'm telling you. It's such a hot topic. We got keyword alerts set up for Cap Man. I'm telling you. We ain't playing no game. So what we're talking about, <clears throat> justified criticism. Justified criticism. What that look Ooh. like? Woo! Woo! That look like that man, Tebow. Uh oh, Tebow, oh man. So, <laughs> so okay. Before we get started on this topic, definitely. So, where, how Tim, how Tim Tebow got back in the news? How did he get back in the media? So, it was reported that his former college coach, who is now the head coach and kind of the pseudo GM for the Jacksonville Jaguars, Urban Meyer, brought him in for a trial as a tight end. Keep in mind, he was a former quarterback, but he brought him in to try him out as a tight end and extended a contract to him for a one-year contract, inviting him into camp. When he did that, 
all types of bells and whistles went out into the football universe. <laughs> Social media went nuts. People started burning ass. Nah, well, it ain't got that bad yet. But it's worth headed. <laughs> you gotta say that for uh, the OTSDS show on Mondays. Man. <laughs> so, again, Tebow gets a try. He hadn't laced it up since 2012. Mm. Almost 10 years versus those that support Kaepernick on his side. He still has been out of football for quite what 2015, 16 season, I think. About 16, uh-huh. And they say he knows not fair that Tebow gets these second chances. And Kaepernick hadn't had a chance, they say. Man. Like, all right, first. You know, I'm, I'm about. I'm about. I'm about. You know, I was. I was. I was going to say much, but the thing is, is if anyone knows or seen or is a fan or a fan of football, they were once a fan of Tim Tebow and his workout. This man had a crazy workout. You know, like so for starters, Tim Tebow is in better shape than Colin Kaepernick, who now is a. What is it? He's a he's a spokesperson. That's all he is. But at the end of the day, even when Colin Kaepernick was at the height of his NFL career and and Tim Tebow was at the height of his, they still didn't have the same workout. Everyone knew that Tim Tebow had a crazy workout. So the fact that he was out of football shape for so uh, for so long doesn't mean this man wasn't in shape to be a tight end. So that's that's what I would just say on that. So what's what, talk about one of the comments let's bring up one of the comments so right up shout out to the the, the first one from imani gray senior on his post which is right now it's 52 comments and counting <laughs> and that was from eight hours ago <laughs> <laughs> so that's 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 good for us so you see right off the bat you know the racial part comes into it um far as the reason why he's getting these privileges Immediately divisive. Everybody's entitled to their opinions. And, um, and, let's, and let's pause there. And that's one thing, you know, we're as sports talk with friends, we're powered by fans. And as y'all see, we let all types of conversations come in as long as they don't be disrespectful. And that's because we have a system in place to make sure if it gets crazy, we will shut it down. We monitor our posts. That's why we don't have post approval because the whole idea is sports talk with friends is for you to talk and become friends so that's why we have these hot topics these divisive topics like that so uh yeah you know just want to put that out there because a lot of groups don't allow these types of talk because they're too afraid of where they're going to go and they cannot control it but we have a pretty good system most definitely tried and true system <laughs> tried definitely <laughs> <laughs> so mike says um didn't know Cap was trying to find work in the NFL. I hmm. didn't either. It caught me off guard. Me neither. Cause last I heard, he you know I know he had a little. You no, know, he had his baseball tried. He tried to do, and that you know that, that is what it was. But and but Goodell told them after they went the last time, and he broke him off with his butt. That they're done with him. That was done. So how is that he keeps coming back in these talks with this conversation with him playing football? Is just ridiculous to me it's crazy and if you want to take a look take a look back Kaepernick had a chance before uh Tim Tebow 
He just chose to make it a photo shoot. It's crazy. And if we pull up old tape, Kaepernick's ball was sailing. He did not have the same, he did not have zip on his ball. He did not find his uh, receivers that quickly. I mean, you know, it's crazy. And wait, let me put this out there. He was the one of the receivers that he was trying out. And actually, got called in and uh and played for the oh, I think the Cleveland Browns. That one I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of those guys that he was working with actually got called up to the NFL. So they um Mike asked, didn't he blow them off? Um, he he did last year. He worked out with a couple of teams. It was all on ESPN, but now you don't hear nothing about it. So you definitely, as you can see, as we go through these two posts, there's a theme here. There's no gray area. Either <laughs> for or against one side or the other. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Now, but it was reported that uh, Cap did, you know, refute the stipulations as um, dogmatic watch states. He refuted the stipulations that they tried to get him to agree and sign off on. He also got uh, Ray Lewis trying to get him in Baltimore. He's also, uh, they also had, you know, wanted to uh, sign him as a backup, but he wanted the starting salary. Even though the man had, he lost his job as a starter. He, he like, they were going to bring, teams were going to bring him in as a backup, but he wanted a starting quarterback salary. That dude's a prima donna, man. Like, get out of here, man. That guy's crazy, man. He, he's <laughs> going to And I think, you know, I think, uh, my guy, Kyle Robinson, you know, he said it, you know, he said it perfectly. He said the dude went against the grain, man. Like, you know what I mean? The, like, it's not white, it's not black, it's not color, not any of that. The dude went against the grain. Like, how are you going to reward someone that's not showing respect for authority, that's blatantly showing disrespect? Like, what, what you going to do? That's right. So, yeah, he hadn't played since 2016. Uh, a lot of times when he was with the San Francisco 49ers and – I can't remember. Who did he lose his job to there? Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> really? Ouch. That's what I'm saying. I mean, like, at the end the of the Blaine day. Blaine at the won. third stringer in Dallas now? I'm just saying. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you might have to, uh, you know, fact check that. But the dude was along the lines of Blaine Gabbert. I believe it was Blaine Gabbert. But, yes, he, he the, the person who he lost his job to didn't keep the starting role. So that shows you how, you know, the, the next year. So that shows you it was more than just him. It, like, it, it wasn't just what he was doing. Like, he had – he was he was losing on the field. Like, that's all. Like, he really wasn't performing on the field to keep his so, so it looks like in 2016 – I'm, I'm getting off topic a little bit, but I'm just going to use this to set my narrative and my rebuttal okay. to the situation. Is in 2016, he played in 12 games. He started 11. He went one in ten. Um, fifty-nine point two percent completion percentage, two thousand two hundred forty-one yards, sixteen touchdowns, four interceptions, um, and rushing yards, which is a big part of his game. Mm -hmm. um, what was his rushing yards? Actually, he was eleven point four yards per attempt for his rushing. <laughs> That's all he was doing. So, serviceable stats, but I think 
and this is what goes back to the narrative of a lot of people are saying, you know, uh, for as his podium that he has, so to speak, to be able to voice his opinion. Everybody is entitled to voice their opinion. Just like I'm invited, you know, I have the ability to voice my opinion at work if I choose to. You have your you no know, opportunity and opinion to voice at work. But with that, you got to be ready for the stipulation to come along with that. Right. Because if you're not writing the checks and you're the face of a business, in this case, a franchise, so to speak, if the person writing the checks doesn't like what's going on, then they're entitled to, you know, to their opinion. Just like he's entitled to his opinion, they're entitled to their opinion. Now, I like that. Now, agree what you're saying. Now, yes, we have freedom of speech. We also have freedom of assembly, but not to incite a riot. You can't assemble on private property. That's all I'm saying. Like, people are like, oh, we have freedom. It's not that free. You know what I'm saying? You cannot just go on and say and talk crazy like that. No, you can't do that. You can get sued. You know, and at the end of the day, no, there is no freedom of speech. You've got to pay for what you speak on. Just like you say, if you're saying something, there's going to be ramifications. There's going to be rebuttal. There's going to be opinion. you got to be able to make sure you can handle it. And at the end of the day, he couldn't handle it. That's why he was benched. That's, a, you know, but I don't want, you know, I'm going to digress on that. But uh, let's go and see what, uh, what Jonathan has to say. I think he chimed in. Jonathan has to say. <laughs> Shout out to you, Smoke, baby. Not the line. My God, not the linebacker that played QB, and now he wants to play tight end. <laughs> <laughs> now, for me, I'm not even looking at the political aspect of it. I'm looking at it. Tim Tebow sucks at quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> he sucks at quarterback, and he can probably stunt the growth of somebody else that actually – I'm like, see, he, 10 years, so he's like, what, 32, 33? Hey. He more like a jumping the shark publicity stunt. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, who was y'all, uh, what was y'all tight end name? I mean, y'all Jason Whitten. Huh? Jason Whitten. Yes. And how long yeah. did he play? Played a long time. Thank you. That's my point. But, Played a long time, but he's a Hall of Fame teller. Hey, that who's and Tim Tebow's a, a great he's a Heisman Trophy one to tell. He's he's a great talent himself. And Urban Meyer, he's going back to, to his recipe of, of what wins. Because at so the end of the day, you know, uh, Tim Tebow he made the statement. He said the Saints were gonna uh, wanted him to come down to New Orleans and play the similar role of Taysom Hill. And what people don't understand with once you learn that quarterback position, you learn every position on the field. That's, you know, you, you you have to deal with every position on the field, unlike any other position. You know what I'm saying? So you have a better, uh, you have a broader understanding of the field. And you actually play a different position. Tim Tebow is going, I think he's going to do very well out there. Gonna be, so, shout gonna be- out, so shout out to Kyra. He said, why would you sign a person who went against the grain? Think about it. Would you hire a customer that told corporate on you or hire the guy who act like he doesn't see any issues? Exactly. Eric Eric comes back, and I saw this, and this is the one that jumps out to me. Hasn't he been given a few opportunities to come back, speaking about Cap, but he mm-hmm. turned them down because he doesn't want to be a backup. You spoke to that earlier when we started this segment. Right. Right. And and I'm going to tell you, and one thing, my biggest thing was against Kaepernick is how he's misrepresenting the black culture because we only ask for a chance. This fool won't uh, start quarterback pay. Man, get out of here with that, man. Like, he should have took that, 
did what he needed to do, you know, perform on the field instead of off the field with his mouth like he's been doing and became one of the uh, highest paid star quarterbacks. But did he do that? No. He'll rather sit back and, and tweet what he can do and what he thinks he should be doing. So that's why, you know, him and everybody else that be talking about, I put him on mute. <laughs> that is crazy. That's Bobby crazy. says, but does Cap really want to play in the NFL? I mean, this is an honest question. Cap said he would not be a backup. Tebow is coming in as a backup tight end. He mm -hmm. may not ever see the field. Man, right. there's a fine line between standing what you believe in and being humble while doing so. And right. standing for what you believe in and acting better than everyone else. Hey, and talking about that, you know, shout out to Smoke. You know, that's our gaming manager. And we have, a, I think we're in our fourth season of our Madden franchise. And not one team has Kaepernick on this team. Not one team. Not one person. And that's in the Madden franchise. So I'm like, well, let's talk about it. If you ain't going to sign him on your Madden franchise team because he sucks, why you think somebody's going to sign him in real life? <laughs> Is he available on the franchise mode? Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> hey, let us know. We're going to take this break, man, because I'm telling you, we're going to go find Kaepernick a job in our Madden franchise. But look, we're going to be back. With more of the sports channel show, it's your dude over Leroy. Don't say the Leroy without the junior, my guy, Coach Lee. Let's run him, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh... What's up, world? Kyrie Robinson, man. New Orleans Saints veteran. Hey, man, make sure you guys go check out my guy, man, STWF, the media, man. Check them guys out. Y'all want to get sports talk, sports talks with players, with fans, anything like that, man, go check them guys out, man. That's the place to be if you want to talk sports. Who that nation? Bam, we back. Bam, just like that. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we look, we got fun, but we got we got stuck on the way out. But look, we back here with more of the sports chatter show. This is dude over Leroy. Don't say the Leroy without the junior. My guy, Coach Lee. And I think we actually found uh I think we actually found the statement for Kaepernick, man. So, all right. Was I'm gonna ask you this one question. Was picking up Tim Tebow a good move for Jack uh for Jacksonville Jaguars? You know what? If he can play the position. Yeah, would I have done it? No, I wouldn't have done it. But I think last week we were talking about this, or it's actually the draft night. We talked about Jacksonville. We didn't know any of their tight ends on their team, if mm -hmm. I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so exactly. who would know better than anything? Maybe, you know what I'm saying? Urban probably knows something, you know. And I'm going to step outside the line a little bit here. Okay. So a lot of people equated it to you know being privileged i saw it as his old coach that recruited him played him had success with him won championships with him brought him in because i'm not mistaken he also reached out to alex smith as well mm -hmm. another former player of his from from his days at utah mm -hmm. he reached out to guys because you got to think this is a new this is new for him he's coming from being a college coach to an NFL coach, mm -hmm. this is uncharted territory for him. 
So right. he's trying to get as many people that's comfortable that he's comfortable with around him. Because right. he don't know who his inner circle is. And as you know, and I know it always comes around to it, as a Cowboy fan, everybody remember the sabotage that Jason Gary did to Wade Wilson. I mean, Wade <laughs> Phillips. He it was internal combustion, so to speak. And you don't know who you can trust. So he's just getting people that he's familiar with, in my opinion. Would I have done it again? No, I would have done it. But I understand the move. What would it hurt? He might not even make it past you know, the uh, first cut. Good point. Good point. You know, and, and I agree with that. You know, and, and it's funny because it's like the people who catch the bus, they caught the bus. And the people that don't catch, that miss the bus, they sit back complaining about the people that caught the bus. And that's all that sounds like to me. Because if if someone calls their phone and be like, hey, I've got a job for you, I, I bet you, guess what? They gone. Pri they ain't going to call it privilege. They're going to be like, oh, thank you, Lord, I'm blessed. You know what I'm saying? Right. So at the end of the day, you know, that's hate. That's hating. That's all that is. That's just hating. Because at the end of the day, if you was in that situation, would you call it privilege? Would you say that? No. You're going to take it for what it's worth. And if you like Kaepernick, you might not even take it. You're going to want to be like, hey, that ain't good enough for me. I won't take But what Tim Tebow saw, you know, he took his image because he's a Heisman Trophy winner, quarterback. He's, you know, he, you know, he didn't have much success as a quarterback. So, you know what? He still wants to be an NFL athlete. He came and he's coming back as a tight end. So right. shout out for I got so much respect for him for that. And watch this. That man is a motivator. You got a new team, young kids, what they're going to need, motivation, guidance, and leadership. And that's one thing that Tim Tebow had. He also has Urban Meyer. So with that one move, I am very – I have high expectations for uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. <clears throat> I really do. Because now they got the leadership. They got talent. It's just raw talent. So I think even if Tim Tebow makes it on the field, he doesn't make it on the field, you're going to see his presence will be felt because he's going to be in a locker room. And that's the big difference between Kaepernick and Tim Tebow. So I think this was a great move. Shout out to Urban Meyer, who's proven that he can develop talent. That's the biggest thing. You know, just like um, when Nick Saban made the transition from college to um, to the NFL, and it's crazy because both of them went to uh, my, you know, to uh, Florida team. But the point I'm saying is, it's a huge, it's a huge jump from college to the NFL. And that's why Nick Saban back in college because he couldn't handle that pressure. Shout out to Nick Saban and Tim Tebow. Shout <laughs> out to So I'm going to piggyback off that if I may. So I'm on the other fence with that for his success. I think he's going to crash and burn in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> the reason being is because of that jump. When you're in college, you are the ultimate. You're the CEO of that football program. What you say goes, you control everything from the numbers on the the numbers and names on the back of the jersey down ultimately to what your budget is for recruiting. Things about you know and, and everything that's in between there. Mm -hmm. He's gonna go down there. He's gonna quickly find out you're the football coach. You stick to exit and O's. <laughs> Are you willing to put the work in? Because you know he's shown before in the past. When, when when it gets real, he'll, oh, I'm sick. Oh, my, my hamstring. <laughs> he pull up <laughs> on you. <laughs> and 
one of the most successful college coaches of all time, uh, Steve Spurrier, they say he couldn't cut it. He spent too much time hanging out golfing, which is stuff you can do when you're the head coach of Florida. Ironically, they both were the, were the head coach of Florida at one point in time. Mm -hmm. But if you take it over, to, again, back to the original thing is, is it a privileged situation? Yes, it is. But it's privileged because he has that relationship. That, if I, that if I'm a, hold on, wait. Repeat that. It's privileged because he has, he developed the relationship. The relationship. That's why now, I, I can see, I can see if it was a situation where they had no ties to one another. And he then saw another coach brought Tebow in. Like, there's no ties. So why is he doing it? And in that situation, I would definitely look at that side eye. You know, I don't agree with that. But because they have a relationship, I'm pretty sure they've stayed in contact. Hell, if I'm not mistaken, when Urban was doing TV, Tebow was doing TV at the same time. So they've been communicating with each other, I'm pretty sure, the entire time. So just like if you are a supervisor, manager, CEO, or wherever you at, you're going to bring in people that you're familiar with that you think going to have your back. Right. And that's what this situation is. Right, right. You know, you mentioned, you know, yeah, mentioned something that was, uh, that, was real, that was real good. That was real good. But I'm just going to end it with this. Jacksonville Jaguars, Houston Texans, Indianapolis Colts, Tennessee Titans. That's their division. So how do you think they won't do well this year? Hey, I'm, my dark horse team is them Colts, man. <laughs> I was just saying. I was just saying. So the Colts, they got who, who's their quarterback? Carson. Who is different from last year. What's going on in Houston? Yeah, the true. turkey leg hut. That's it. Ain't nothing that was going on in Houston inside the turkey leg hut. You know, the Astros. The Rockets, the Texans, they're all gone, man. But uh, the only real threat is the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Well, yeah, man. That's, that's a little more than a threat. They might be the favorites. That's it. That's Not it. Not division. That's it. So after the Tennessee Titans, and they're beatable. It's, I, it's the Jacksonville Jags, man. I'm telling you, 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 you should uh, better watch it. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. But hey, you know, definitely gonna uh, switch topics because you know, definitely gotta give a shout out to uh, to our movie of movie sponsor of the night. Our um, show is sponsored by the Meritarian. So definitely gonna uh, take a quick snippet right here so y'all can see what we will be playing. If you stray outside the designated areas, you will be removed from the island. It's recommended you wear a hijab when visiting your client. We've had incidents of inmates spitting at female lawyers. You want to represent the head recruiter for 9-11? Mohamedou Oldslahi, the Mauritanian held in Guantanamo. He recruited the guys who flew your friend's plane into the South Tower. He put those men on my husband's plane? I'm going to make him pay. In the event the detainee lunges for you, push back away from the table. We'll get in there as quick as we can. Nancy Hollander, this is my associate. We wish to represent you. We are seeking the death penalty, but if we miss something, this guy goes home. Let's get to it. Call this number. Speak to my mother. Tell her, I don't know, something nice. 
The U.S. government is holding upwards of 700 prisoners in Guantanamo. Since when did we start locking people up without a trial in this country? That's a lot of case files. The prosecution won't show us the evidence they have against you. It's all redacted. You got a problem? Take it up with the government. All my time here, I've been told you are guilty. Not for something that I have done, but because of suspicions and associations. I am innocent. He has been interrogated. He has been held against his will for six years without a single charge being laid against him. Does it bother you at all working for someone like this? I'm not just defending him. I'm defending the rule of law. You haven't seen what I've seen. Where I'm from, in Mauritania, we know not to trust the police. But never did I believe that the United States of America would use fear and terror to control me. A couple of sleepless nights, that's all. I've never been part of a conspiracy, but I'm starting to think this is what it must feel like to be on the outside. You're ever thinking this, either wear the jersey or get off the field. You need to tell me what happened to you. I can't defend you. Do you understand that? You asked me to set fire to this place, but I'm still sleeping. Maybe he's guilty. Maybe he is. Like we're doing our job. I'm not welcome home. That's not a part of my job. If I'm wrong, when it comes to my reckoning, I'm the one that'll have to answer for it. What makes you think you're any better than the rest of us? I don't think I'm better than anybody else. That is the point. For eight years, I have been dreaming of being in a courtroom. Now that I'm here, I'm scared to death. You know, I think I figured out why they built Guantanamo down there. My client, he's not a suspect. He's a witness. Mr. Slahi, would you please raise your right hand and repeat after me? The Mauritanian. The Mauritanian, yours to own, on, yours to own now on digital, Blu-ray and DVD. Academy Award-winning Jody Foster, Tara Rahim, Shalene Woodley, and Academy Award-winning nominee Benedict Cumberbatch star in The Mauritanian, a riveting and emotionally compelling true story of courage and survival against all odds. Based on the New York Times bestseller, Bring Home the Critically Acclaimed Film Film field and all exclusive bonuses, content in, content including in alternate opening, never seen before, deleted scenes, and much more. On the Mauritanian on digital, Blu-ray, and DVD. Man, that was a lot. But definitely got to give a shout out to the Mauritanian because that's who's sponsoring our show. And we're going to be having a giveaway, and we're going to be giving away five copies of that movie. Man, it is great. It's like I was getting chilled just watching the trailer. but it's watching the trailer brought back some memories for me. Like it brought back 9-11. Like, where were you doing 9-11? I can tell you exactly where I was at. Oh, wait, okay. <laughs> my Thursday working at Car Toys as a sales manager, and I was in training. We just wow. came back from a break. And I remember we sit, we just came back from a break. We came in there, we sit down, you know, to do to get started and whatnot, and somebody runs into the training area. It was, I think it was like a hotel and ballroom or something. Somebody runs in there and says, we under attack. We under attack. They just ran a plane into the World Trade Center. And I remember going out there, you know, they, they stopped class, obviously. We went out there in the lobby. We're looking at TV on the news. 
and we're seeing the after effects of it. And while we're watching the news broadcast live, we see the second one run into it in real time. So that's where I was at the day that it happened. Wow. That is crazy that you remember that because I thought I was the only one that remember like the exact location where I was. I was interning at the Walt Disney World Company. I was out there uh, on their properties in, in Orlando, Florida, and I was in a break room watching. It was like, man, y'all watched it. It was on TV. And it was like watching something that was on, on TV, like on a video game. And I watched these airplanes run into the World Trade Center. And that was crazy because at that time, you know, um, the world was under alert. Like it was, you know, alert for attack. And Walt Disney, the, the actual company, they received a letter saying that, you know, because they had pictures of different uh, possible targets. They had Cinderella's Palace as a possible target. So, you know, they were telling us that, hey, you know, we got to be on alert, like something might happen. So for us to see it wasn't, <laughs> for us to see it wasn't the Walt Disney World, it was, it was like a sigh of relief, but to actually see that happening, like, I couldn't believe it. It was just, it was just so heartbreaking. Like, but I would have never thought that it would lead to, I never thought I would see this narrative up to whereas we, where we, America, had, the wrong person in Guantanamo Bay, the guy that we thought was the suspected recruiter, the top recruiter for the people that um, flew the plane in the 9-11. Man, that is a great movie. That, that should be a good movie. That's a good plot. No doubts. Can't wait, can't wait, can't wait. You should have waited. So, <laughs> you already know Cole's show. You know, what do you, how do you think 9-11 changed the um, sporting world? So I'm going to throw this out there, folks. Don't be judgmental. Uh oh. <laughs> for, me, for me, because I have a tendency to be, I ain't gonna say I'm a cheapskate, but I can be frugal at times. <laughs> <laughs> I was a guy when I used to go to the thing back when I'm, back in my younger days, when I go to a sporting event, I'm gonna sneak me a whiskey flask in there. Can't do that no more. They scanning you with the ones and patting you down there. Cause now you gotta go through like you going on an airplane flight. You gotta go through security checkpoints now. Mm. Wow. You're absolutely right. Like that's crazy that you that you think that you put that. So I think that's the, you know, for me, that's the way I think the um 9-11 has impacted the sports world. It's like now you like you say, you got that wine. You're going to get checked before you get into this sporting event, you know, because honestly, what people may not know that they had targets to hit the Super Bowl that year, you know, because that is a big thing for America, you know, sports. Unofficial sport. holiday. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, man, wow. So, you know, somebody said that that was a success because the world changed after 9-11. And definitely y'all will want to watch this movie to see how the Mauritarian actually impacted and played a role into this whole paradigm shift into what we see right now in the sports world. Pretty cool. So, man, any shout-outs you got? You know, it's time to I go, do. man. It's so hard to say goodbye. Shout-out to my boy, Uncle Leroy, man. Appreciate you, brother. Uh, shout-out to those coming in. Shout-out to the people in our group. If you ain't in our group, get your – it's in our group. It's fire. It's on point. Everybody got an opinion, as long as you're respectful. <laughs> At the end of the day, everybody's got an opinion. You ain't got to agree, but you Definitely. can definitely voice your opinion that part and that's what we welcome here at sports talk friends so you know just like our podcast sports talk friends podcast if 
we have a topic you won't speak on it speak on it just be ready because we gonna post it and speak back but look definitely <laughs> gotta shout out to the uh stwf gaming Kyrie clothing.com hey Lil jays everybody else that supports the brand we got a lot of big stuff coming up so don't get left on this bus make sure y'all get on it because like i said earlier the people that's not on the bus Come be talking about the ones in the bus. But look, till next time, till tomorrow, this is your dude. I'm going to leave raw. Don't say the leave raw without the junior. Sticking with my guy, Coach Lee. And we're going for the Sports Chatter Show. Running credits, boss. <clears throat> Out of here. <laughs>